you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And we're going to start with another trending topic because (laughs) why not? Lindsay didn't have good ones. And she was like, there are no good trending topics today. I just have Apartment 4 and Diddy. Well, because Diddy went on live and Apartment 4 was the answer to like a Seinfeld Seinfeld quarantine house meme, which let's not even get into. The only answer is Elaine's house. It doesn't matter who else is in there. Okay. (laughs) But... I had a good trending topic that she didn't have, which apparently keeps happening because well, I have a better... someone's gay. I'm just the saying. Algorithm, the <laughs> algorithm likes me more. My number one trend, Lindsay's like, there are no good trends. And my number one trend is literally hashtag Doja Cat is over party. And I was like, well, just so happens I hit the jackpot. Doja Cat... I'm old enough to remember when Doja Cat was over. Uh, she was already over. We already had this party. Yeah, I know. I I've been thinking about the the Katy Perry song, never really over more than usual lately. <laughs> yeah. Just because like nothing nothing is ever over. Yeah, nothing well, is ever right over now. Anymore. It feels like nothing is ever over. <laughs> no. And Doja Cat was canceled soon after her first, like soon after she appeared on the scene with that one song. Moo. Moo. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I don't say now. And it was because of old tweets and I believe Tumblr posts, but she was saying the F word and she was saying like other slurs and then kind of unapologetically responding to the outrage over it. Right. Like there was no, there was no apology. Even, even. Right. She was like, who cares? Context. The apology wasn't really authentic and was kind of like, I'm just going to keep saying the word. Uh, Why are you mad (laughs) in a way? And so people were even angrier. Also, the song was a shtick it was fine but it wasn't good the enough song to was like a joke. to yeah. beat the the kind of controversy so she kind of fell back until say so which is such a big hit that it yeah it flew. And she released a good yeah. song and everyone forgot about the fact that she was canceled <laughs> cancel culture generally it's that's why that's bullshit it's like all these people who allegedly are canceled just keep keep making money they and keep, keep finding money. success right it's true so when I saw Doja Cat is over party, I just thought, oh, what did she do now? Or was it just people? Because every once in a while, people rediscover those tweets and they rediscover those things that Doja said. Yeah. Uh, but then that goes away again. And so I had to figure out what this actually was in reference to. I had to. 
And it was, I had to. It's my job. It's my job. I had to. I had to. I found out that what appears to have happened is, you remember the Rolling Stone cover that uh, had SZA on it? Yes, and who of else course, was on it? the Rolling Stone cover. Oh, and Normani. And Normani, and, okay. Uh, and one other person. A fan made a fake Rolling Stone cover that was, um, instead of just three three big voices in music, it was like three rappers, the three best female rappers. And it's Megan the Stallion, Nicki Minaj oh, it was and Doja Megan. Cat. It was Megan Normani. Oh, Megan was on the cover and, uh, of? Okay. Yeah. So there's this fan art that's okay, playing okay, okay, off okay. of that Rolling Stone cover. It's Doja, Nikki in the middle, and then Megan the Stallion. She retweeted that and just said something like, this is fire. And in the comments, inside the comments and the follow-up tweets, she started getting <laughs> she started getting mad at people who were like, oh, I think Doja should be in the middle. She was like, get out of my business. <laughs> but like she didn't even make it. <laughs> She didn't even make it. A fight. She's missing. She's misinterpreting some responses. Then the Nicki Minaj fans are getting are chiming in. Right, like Barb's don't even want a comparison to Nicki Minaj in terms of like best rapper. Like they're not going to accept that. They're not like they're they're going to get mad no matter what in terms of exactly. At some point, the Barb's say something disrespectful. I think, and then Doja <laughs> refers to the Barb's as literally scum. They mean nothing. Don't explain yourself. They're fucking stupid. Just block them. Uh oh. She was talking about specific accounts, but the Barb's and Twitter in general took that to mean Barb's in general are literally scum who mean nothing. Don't explain yourself. They're fucking stupid. Just block them. Right. That's all they needed. It's like they it's like they pushed her until they mm-hmm. got what they needed, the evidence to get. <laughs> they got what they needed. You know what I mean? Like they got the evidence yes. to make the entire swarm pissed. And then they were like, okay, here we go. Like Doja Cat's over party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all the memes come out. They combine these disrespectful tweets with other disrespectful things she said about Nikki in the past with the the tweets about the F word with unflattering photos of her and say things like, she's done for, champagne glasses clinking. Doja Cat is over party is happening right now on Twitter, unfortunately or fortunately. The fact of the matter is Doja Cat is not over and this party is, this party is nearing completion because Doja Cat has, has fire songs, so... The other thing, too, is, like, there are other reasons that Doja Cat could be canceled. Like, Doja Cat works with uh, Dr. Luke under, like, a pseudonym. I don't know. Like, that's Mm -hmm. maybe not really known. Something that's way more, way more fucked up than, you know, the fact that, you know, these old tweets or whatever. Like, that's a newer Mm -hmm. fact, a newer, more fucked up fact. So, it's interesting to me that that these, like, little videos, they're making the videos with the unflattering photos. But it's mm-hmm. honestly more just to like troll her than it is to actually get like a mass reaction, right? But she is, she's not, she's not over. It's when you click these, then when you click these trends and you try to make sense of them, it's impossible because half people of them are, are just people like, just why posting really funny memes, really funny memes that don't explain anything using <laughs> the hashtag Doja Cat is over party. Or they'll be like, um, I love her music. She'll never be over. Hashtag Doja Cat is over party. And you're like, okay, yeah. well... <laughs> Okay. Uh, what else is happening this week, this weekend, today, right now? It's not even a weekend. What did I say that? It's Monday. All my trends, Monday. All my trends were like, it's Monday. Is it Monday again? <laughs> well, it's Monday. Like all my trends were like guess people being like, it's Monday, which I guess we're all like in the same boat of <laughs> disbelief that it is in fact Monday again. 
So I have vibe check here on the dock. Vibe check. It's Monday. Your vibe is it's Monday. Can't believe I think, it. I think Monday is like the worst, the worst day. The Mondays are Mondays hit hard now because usually my when Mondays. Didn't they? No. Well, I feel like for us, Mondays don't hit as hard as they once did, perhaps in our careers. It's still a it's still a it's still the first work day. Uh, you know yeah although i guess I mean, we do stuff on sunday nights i'm just it's i did like, have to work last night i'm sorry <sighs> aka i watched you mean watching westworld <laughs> <laughs> i was like what are you fucking talking about please that is hard night. labor that is hard mental labor speaking of the sunday scaries being every day here's some horrible quarantine content we've seen online over the past few days this one is this actually makes me feel better <laughs> yeah this is <laughs> this is a story on us weekly about how christina anstead formerly christina el musa says her diet and workouts have changed in quarantine this <laughs> is something i pulled out meanwhile i'm over here like eating brits crackers and like doing jump rope <laughs> like what are you talking like, everyone's shit is yeah go ahead though her day-to-day wellness regimen has become quote a little bit different given the circumstances anstead admitted that it's a help it's helpful for her to have a plan for when for what she and her family eat each week great great christina i'm so glad you're discovering meal planning these celebrities who are cooking for the first times in their lives the the Christina Anstead media onslaught is so intense. Like you, this this piece alone kind of proves that she is always on the line because mm-hmm. you they know they can just call her and get whatever the fuck they want. So she's yeah. not even that relevant or popular, and yet she's always in the tabloids. Always. She's in almost every single one this week, too. Right. And so it's But just, she usually is. But she usually is. But that just kind of shows in this climate who is like still available to take the call of an Us Weekly editor looking for like something to write about. Anyways, it's just something you think about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next up in this horrible list of quarantine content is this photo that Liam Hemsworth posted on Easter Sunday. I think maybe he posted it on Easter Saturday. <laughs> But it was him shirtless in bed drinking tea. Like an old photo. <laughs> and it just said, the old photo. photo. Happy Easter. Stay safe. Stay in bed. I don't like need s- Liam Hemsworth to tell me to stay safe during quarantine. A sexy I really would prefer safe. I didn't have that in my life. Also, Liam Neeson being like, stay in bed, it's Easter, is a mixed message. You know, like, it's not. Hemsworth. Oh, who did I say? Neeson? Liam <laughs> Neeson. <laughs> I wish he, <laughs> that would be a better message for me personally. It would be a better one. <laughs> okay. Then there's Brooke Shields, who for some reason answered the phone and <laughs> it says, Oh my God, this Weekly, is the worst. Brooke Shields, how I spend a typical day in quarantine during the coronavirus outbreak. This is again, we were talking about like <laughs> Grub Street diets, like food <laughs> diets. Yeah. These are not, <laughs> these are not the average day. These are just many, many days combined into the best version best and most photogenic version of a day there's no way you do all of these things every day this is a full it starts spread at the beginning. this is an actual spread in the magazine like her this is brooke shield sending photos that she took of herself throughout the day to the magazine <laughs> one of her in bed with a little necklace on and her face mask at 8 30 rise and shine then there's a photo of her on a bike biking through her neighborhood then there's a photo of her at noon cleaning out her closet surrounding herself in coats and clutching a hanger and it says the New York City native set some time aside to do some spring cleaning in her closet. It relaxes me, she said. I mean, we'll then get a- we'll get to the tabloids. We'll get there. But this is just one of the many kind of desperate grabs at like some sort of celebrity connection to coronavirus. The quarantine? That, 
Yeah, that like makes sense to them or or is I mean, I just feel like they are left and right reaching out to celebrities that they know would be down for this type of thing. And Brooke Shields was like, oh, I'm down. When are they when else? When's the last time Brooke Shields got a call? You know, <laughs> from who? Like a then, friend, a relative? or <laughs> No, from Us Weekly. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, right. Like that's what I'm saying. She's it's thrilled. Right, exactly. Exactly. They're crossing off this names on the list. This is great press for her. 3 p.m. Compost time. My first pile is almost ready to be returned to the soil, says the eco-conscious actress. It's incredible how much I add weekly. <laughs> Same. Okay, I can't. There's this terrible washed out photo for composting. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. I have to. We have to move on. Afterward, she gets to cleaning, starting with her countertops and sinks. Jokes shields, I brought out the big guns. And then there's just a photo of her holding Clorox. And it says, it says 4.30 p.m. But what they're not realizing is there's a clock in the background. Oh, no. And it's... 150 okay brooke you're lying about this calendar you're lying about this time bobby you caught her 9 p.m she says she incidated with bananagrams you will you cannot look me in the eye and tell me that brooke shields bleaches her counters and plays bananagrams every single day not not in this climate you got to do one a day (laughs) one thing a day that's too many things but most importantly good quarantine content banana is wearing masks finally Finally, they are going outside in masks. Well, there was a picture of them in masks, but it's unclear if they are consistently wearing masks. It's actually clear that they're inconsistently wearing masks because there was a photo of them the next day not wearing masks. Right, exactly. <laughs> Banana is like pushing this industry along. They're, dr- mm-hmm. I mean, I would be mad about them, but they are literally, you know, pushing this industry just single-handedly with this romance and going outside I almost they- every single day. It wouldn't surprise me if they actually thought that they were doing a good deed by like keeping the paparazzi in business. I mean, no, babe, baby, baby. I mean, who else would they photograph, baby? Like, <laughs> we have to. I mean, we, we talked. Have to. We talked about it on the Patreon, but we were right, or was it was on the Patreon, and we were talking about them and the paparazzi, and I. There was a piece in the LA Vanity Fair, LA Times. Oh my God! In LA one of Times, the, written by a paparazzi photographer named Mark Karloff, who was talking about banana they're they're like daily mm-hmm. walkabout or whatever and kind of just like the the system of that all and how but also just kind of in general how like they're the way that they're for they're photographing celebrities is so strange meaning that they're they're not really out as much and they're getting a lot of photos mm-hmm. of them walking or exercising or kind of da da da. but the photos that they are getting are worth more now so the yeah. industry is like shifting away from because there are no event photos there's no like oh mm-hmm. jen garner holds like uh, a dozen eggs at like t- at like Tao on like a Thursday night, you know, it's like there is, I don't know where that came from, but it is, it's like a different type of photo. These like boring ass walking photos are worth like so much more money than they used to be. Anyways, I listened to the podcast where they talk about banana, these, these photographers. It was okay. Like they talked a lot about a lot of, they really, the podcast was like a lot of memories. It was like, remember when you get a photo of like Tara Reid and was worth like a million dollars. Remember we, that time we trailed (laughs) Jamie Lynn Sigler down to like Miami on spring break. Like it was just so many, it was just like old friends talking about memories essentially, but they did Mm -hmm. talk about banana and they all agreed. They all were like, this is the fakest relationship. (laughs) (laughs) they were like they were like there is no way they have no chemistry they walk like three steps kiss walk three steps kiss walk three steps kiss like it's a literal performance they claim they these are just the pops Mm -hmm. they say they know they're smart and they kept saying too they said you know the guy was like if they wanted to go out walking 
they just wanted to go for a walk and not be photographed or not be around people or around whatever, they could go at 7 a.m., they could go at 8 a.m., they could go at 9 a.m., they go at 10 a.m., but they go at like 2 or 3 p.m. when like everybody <laughs> is outside. So not only is it is it unsafe for the paparazzi because there's just more people around, like they kind of put a show on it by going out a very specific mm-hmm. time almost every single day. So that was kind of funny. Shout out to the paparazzi podcast i forget what it's called it's called like it's called paparazzi podcast <laughs> yeah That's, i was like i think it's just called paparazzi yeah, yeah, podcast. yeah yeah but anyways they all think it's fake so i'm um, you know i believe him i trust the paparazzi because like i said i want him to get back with jen and i think this is just mm. another no we know a cog in the machine of ben and jen getting back together not to be whatever but doesn't jen also have a boyfriend that she's pretty serious about according to Again, tabloid magazine. I mean, the the tabloids want us to believe that they're serious, but they only have that one photo of him in a vest with his like startup's name on it. Usually, she's <laughs> just walking alone to church. She's walking alone. She's at church. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, see photos yeah. of them walking a dog together. I don't see photos of them doing their quarantine, Good. you know, rituals together. Uh, well, okay, true. Also, shout out to my favorite Twitter account, Armas Updates, Ana de Armas Updates, that tweeted two <laughs> photos of them on April 12, 2020 and wrote, Ana de Armas and Ben Affleck walk their dogs outside instead of praying for the pandemic to go away on Easter Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and this was taken a day after the photo of them in the mask. I'm pissed. They're not wearing. They're over it. Stop wearing. Like, and they're looking directly into the camera. Like, wear some. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm. The dog is like, please stop. I've been outside eight times today. (laughs) They're saving the industry, and yet I'm so mad. I've never been more conflicted in my life. Black China is making the most of this quarantine. She has a new revenue stream apparently on her website, her lashed website, where she sells her lashed products. The Jasmine brand found out about this because it's not listed. I don't know how they found it. Maybe they got it in a press release because it's not She's listed as a product. It, you have to you have to search it mm. in the. You have to go to the. That's how I found the actual listings. You have to go to the store and type in FaceTime, and then right. it shows up. But she's selling, like Lindsay said when we were talking about this privately. She's like, fuck Cameo. I'm selling this on my own e-commerce <laughs> site. She's selling FaceTimes <laughs> with herself. For $950 on her website, you can pay $950 or for interest-free payments of $237.50 by Quad Pay to have a FaceTime conversation. Who is out here paying $950 to have a FaceTime conversation with Black China? I'm not sure, but you could also pay $250 for her to follow you on Twitter or Instagram. Part of me is kind of like, this is an extension of what she was maybe doing before. This is the digital version of like what she kind of had going on before with like, because mm-hmm. remember there was all those rumors that she was kind of, cl- she was like kind of selling her, her company for clout. Like you would be like mm-hmm. spotted with Black China at some party or going to this bar, going to a restaurant oh, and yes, you, would, yes. you would pay her for that, like for that. Like it wasn't, she was never in a relationship with no. people. She was just, yeah, they were paying right. her to be seen with her. Exactly. Yeah. And so like. It's almost like it's like social escorting, but not I, I'm not implying any type of actual sex work. But what I'm trying to say is like she would literally escort you to a party or escort you to something. And she'd always she'd be photographed and you'd be photographed with her. And then papers would say, hey, is this like Black China's new boyfriend? But no, you're just like an upcoming rapper who dropped like fifteen hundred dollars for like to hang out with Black China for the night. This kind of makes me think that this isn't like a version of that or like it can continue continuation of that although i wonder mm-hmm. how you would publicize your facetime with black china although i'm sure you can find a way so 
that's happening. And then there's she's still in weird court battles with with Rob Kardashian, too. Like that. I think the Kardashians are still trying to take her down in a way. Well, that lawsuit, it's still it's still a custody battle. It's still still over that. They still haven't worked it out. Right. And so it's sort of and what the thing is, and because it's like family, 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 it's never just Rob versus black China. It's never just Rob versus China. It's the whole Kardashian family versus China. That's why I kind of feel for her, because I feel like whatever's going on, she's going to get pummeled by the Kardashian family, no matter what it takes, because they'll continue to pay for this forever until they just get the kid out of her hand you know what i mean like that's and yeah and it's and it's like even though some of the things that are in this page six report because they saw the court documents and again i don't it says that they found all these documents but i don't know what the documents are from it doesn't it doesn't say what the documents are from what actual lawsuit they are regarding but the 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 child custody battle is still ongoing Mm. um and I guess this is also could be that response to the fact that she accused him of a domestic right. assault or assault, but then he countersued and was like, "You assaulted me." Right. So it's just kind of too erratic and kind of a violent, violent seeming people who were in a relationship together because right. he's trying to pretend like he didn't do terrible things to her here. Right. And this whole thing just makes me uncomfortable because neither party is Jesus, all that. Jesus, you know. he's even more sus. Like, mm-hmm. are you kidding? I, I don't mm-hmm. trust any of these people, you know? They're just they're just spending so much money in court, you know, and this is going to go on for as much time as possible. And he can afford it, she can't. Well, uh, who knows? I mean, she's charging $950 for FaceTimes. That's like, you're right. Like, she does need to, like, fund her court case or whatever. Now I'm... Now I'm like, oh, okay, well, I hope that you're getting the FaceTimes or something. I don't know. I, I don't Black China is like so, there's like so much there that if you talked about it, you would spiral. And that's why it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you almost have to ignore her until something yeah, comes up. Yeah, you just have to is... literally cut the cameras, dead yeah. ass. <laughs> cut the cameras, dead ass. Cut the cameras. Dead ass. Brielle B. Ehrman tweeted. <laughs> this is, she is. Brielle B. Ehrman, who has, you know, new lips. Brielle B. Ehrman. This is not political. I don't care how I slash you feel about Trump as a politician. He is a person running the country. He has feelings like all of us. Do you think someone wants to do the best they can when they're constantly belittled and bullied for everything they do slash say? This is just a And then people literal, are like, shut the fuck up. This is literally up. about Brielle Berman. It has nothing to do with yeah. Trump or anything. This is literally her saying, yeah. uh, stop harassing me. I mean, I, yes. I think it's impossible to not be red-pilled when you're a famous and on Twitter. Like, you can't not, you know what I mean? Like, it's literally impossible. It's shocking yeah. that there aren't more kind of like this vibe by celebrities mm-hmm. who use Twitter. Sorry. It's just yeah. like. So everyone found old tweets of hers whenever Obama was president and oh, yeah. how awful she was to President Obama and like vaguely racist. But anytime, <laughs> at one point she said, Reason for the world ending? Mayans knew Obama would be president again. What? Can someone bring me food, please? Thanks to Michelle Obama, the food here tastes like shit. Just found out the reason we have no more French fries and chicken tenders at schools because of Michelle Obama. WTF. Oh, A wait, lot of thanks, wait, Obama wait, stuff. Wait this, was, wait, this was when Michelle Obama was doing like like school. like Healthy food. Healthy yeah. foods in school. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty and she's like, I just want chicken tendies. <laughs> Speaking okay. of red-pilled. Speaking of being red-pilled, here's an actual question I have. So Josh and I watched The Matrix uh, yesterday and The Matrix Reloaded. We were like, let's just watch and let's rewatch The Matrix trilogy because we're on Netflix. 
And I've seen The Matrix many, many times. I've only seen the the sequels, uh, you know, op- I saw them literally opening day and I haven't seen them since. But I was watching the first Matrix and, you know, like the uh, every time I watch The Matrix, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's where the, the term red pill comes from. Uh-huh. And if you remember in The Matrix. I don't. Joey Pantoliano. Don't is remember. In, you know, Joey Pants. Joey Pantoliano is uh, one of the people who is red pilled, and you know when Keanu Reeves goes into the real world, that's his part of his crew. It's like Lawrence Fishburne and Carrie Ann Moss and those other people, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Joey Pantoliano, and the French woman who's like, not like this, not like this. And Joey is revealed. Spoiler: if people haven't seen The Matrix. Joey decides, I'm gonna give up. I'm gonna help kill Neo and Carrie Ann Moss and Morpheus. To Agent Smith, if you get me back into the Matrix, because I hate it here. I hate right. being red pilled. Right. Being red pilled sucks. Like I wish I would have taken the blue pill. I regret being red pilled. After nine years, you know what I realize? <sighs> Ignorance is bliss. Then we have a deal. I don't want to remember nothing. Nothing. You understand? And I want to be rich. You know, someone important. Like an actor. And so he tries, it doesn't work out for him, obviously, but he tries to go back to the Matrix. And I was like, is there an equivalent of like, is there an equivalent of like, we have the term of they've been red pilled, but is there a term where it's like, you've been red pilled and you're like, fuck, this sucks. I hate being red pilled. I need to go back. Uh, that's a good question. I don't think so, but it's kind of funny. Like that's these celebrities who have been, people who have been red pilled and then they're like, uh, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. Have you been like Joey Pants? Like, what's the term for It's really hard to go A regretful from, red pillar. It's it's hard to go backwards. Because mm-hmm. it's but like- do you, But you, could you- yeah. It's like once you open the door, it's hard to shut it mm-hmm. because this type of thinking can really like, you know, destroy your brain a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also I wonder, but obviously it's like you can also learn more, listen to people more, change your thinking. Like uh, I'm thinking of the. Oh, the Westboro Baptist Church I'm thinking church of people. the Westboro Baptist Church The people. daughter who the was daughter, like, fuck this. Yeah, who like was like, this is stupid. And like now is kind of <laughs> against that. She snapped. But that's more than just being yeah. not red. Because that's not red pilled. That's like your base level. She's born into Like it. Yeah. brainwash racism, you know, mm-hmm. homophobia. But like this is like your, yeah, red pilling is so specific that it's, I don't know. I don't know if you can. I don't know yeah. if you can. A reformed red pillar. Uh, I just thought it was interesting because I forgot that there was someone who gets red pilled who's like, I hate this. <laughs> well, it's also just that in the Matrix, red pilling is like the good and noble thing. That's the weird mm-hmm. thing about the Matrix. It's like in the Matrix, mm-hmm. when they get red pilled, it's like to literally cause a revolution and like change the mm-hmm. the world that is supposedly mm-hmm. bad. But we've changed. But red pill has become like colloquially like uh, col- colloquially col- colloquially colloquially. It's become bat colloquially is whenever colloquially is whenever you open a restaurant as tom in the style of tom yes yeah, so colloquially <laughs> in the real world when you open a restaurant in the style of tom colloquio 
it's it's a different it means something different it's it's not great there's a bad connotation Uh to being red pilled right it's like you're breaking out of the system but you're also like a crazy person (laughs) another thing another thing that happened though in my in my in this rewatch of the matrix i was like in in the universe of the matrix you're right being red pilled is noble but i was like Ugh, I don't want to live in Zion. Right. Like, keep me in. The, keep me right. on planet Earth. Right. Even if it's fake, this sucks. I know. And like, I would never take the red pill. And like, the goo looks so comfortable when you're like all like in the goo. When you're like in the egg and the little goo, and you're like all hooked up and shit, and you're all like, yay! You're like, this is so comfortable. You know, that's what's the problem there. Well, you're never even conscious of the goo. You're just like, yeah, but living like, your life on Earth, right? You're just like having a good time. You're just oct in and like. Oh, living and they're it. all so far underground, and they're like sweaty all the time. Ugh. <laughs> Springtime vibes are in the air, and when I bring in some beautiful flowers that are blooming, I want to smell them, not the litter box. And I can't, thanks to Pretty Litter. I'm gonna correct this ad because oh. I didn't bring any flowers in. But you know what I did cook yesterday? A big pot of beans. It smelled delicious in my apartment. It smelled like all the yummy stuff I was cooking, and it didn't smell like cat poo-poo or cat pee-pee because I used pretty litter. You're saying springtime vibes are in the air, and when I cook a big pot of beans, <laughs> I'd rather I want to smell beans. them, yes. not the litter box. I'd rather okay, smell beans great. than flour. I'm trying to personalize I don't think it. pretty litter would mind you correcting their intro with your own personal endorsement, which is yes. that you want to smell your beans. Yes. Delicious, fragrant beans with bay leaves and garlic and onion. This is all to say that nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. It's ultra-absorbent, it's lightweight, it's low-dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. So I know that when people come over to my apartment, they're going to be smelling whatever I'm cooking, whatever's in the air, you know, like whatever candle I lit. They're not going to smell what's in the litter box because it soaks it all up. Plus, the crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness in my cat, like UTIs, kidney issues, and more. So when the colors change, you can tell your vet what happened so they know what to look for. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. I never run out. I don't have kitty litter bags taking up a lot of space in my little apartment. Go to prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash who to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash who. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Let's talk about the Cheetah Girls. So in quarantine, this is great. So in quarantine... Yes. People are, people have a lot of time on their hands. And I think that that's important. So the Cheetah Girls, in case you don't remember, was a movie on the Disney Channel that had Raven Simone and Kylie Williams. Keely Williams. It's Keely. Raven Simone, Keely Williams, Adrian Bailon, and the other one. No, Who and the Sabrina Bryan. Sabrina Bryan. Yeah. Now you're talking. Cheetahs, girl power. <clears throat> Excuse me. Bump this. Let's do this, girls. Chuck those masks right there, please. So we all know Raven and Adrian became very famous. Kylie did not. Sabrina did not. Now, she's a Disney darling and a member of the Cheetah Girls, but her squeaky clean image is now a thing of the past, and it all has to do with her new music video, and it's one that's generating a lot of chatter online as well. 
Oh, yes, it is. Our Nichelle Turner talked with Keely Williams one-on-one. -on -one. Nichelle's here to tell us about it. Chatter online in the newsroom. We've all been kind of buzzing oh, yes, about we have, this, haven't we? this in the video. Yeah. So if you are any parent with a preteen child, you definitely know who the Cheetah Girls are. The group is supposed to be about female empowerment and giving young girls positive role models. Now one of the members is launching her solo career in a very grown-up way. She calls it message music. I ask, what do you think? Keely, God, why do I keep saying that? Now I'm thinking about it too much. At some point, Raven Simone is, she's promoting some stuff. She might be releasing music soon. She's been interviewed by people like Entertainment Tonight. And all these interviews have to happen in your house too, which isn't necessarily important. Wait, before but you explain what happened, Cheetah Girls also had a crossover moment with the group 3LW. And you would know mm -hmm. Keely from being the Prometheus Prometheus yeah. girl, like if that Prometheus, is something. Prometheus. I'm getting a little tired of you, broken promises, promises. I just, we, like, so I want to broaden oh, yeah. it in case you did not watch the Cheetah Girls or Cheetah Girls 2 or Cheetah Girls colon one world, the three Cheetah Girls <laughs> movies. Because I think girls cold I world. think they're a little bit younger than it's like it's like a little bit um, after well, our time. What's funny is that no. they're about our age, but the movies themselves were. I think they were playing a little young, right? Like I had an awareness because, of them. Yeah, of course they were playing young. Right. Yes, of course these they were playing movies, young. These movies, this movie came out in two thousand three. I was not watching Disney Channel when I was in when but I was in high school. When three LW <laughs> came out, when three LW, which was. Keely, Adrian Bailon, and two other girls, Naturi Naughton, <laughs> Jessica Benson, who like who who even knows when that music came out. Their album came out in two in two thousand. That was ripe for our time. So like nineteen ninety nine yes. was the big pop year. Britney Spears, da da da, mm -hmm. all that shit. Two thousand, we're still like in the mix. And baby, I'm a do right, aka no more. Baby, I'm a do right. And play is gonna baby, play. Right. Hate is gonna hate. Those songs mm -hmm. were like. That was that was the good yeah. shit. So if I wouldn't say I was a three LW super fan, but as a one LW, I did make the connection. Get it to yes the Cheetah Girl origin story. So Adrian Bailon and Keely Williams worked together for a very long time. Let's just, that's a good yes. starting point for this. So here we are today and everybody's reuniting and every, because everyone's bored, let's get a Zoom. I saw like 12 different like reunion moments over the past like week. It was yeah. like Jesse, the Disney show Jesse and like High School Musical and like it, people are just. And it's like Frasier. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> the nanny. Right. The nanny. Like it's. Everyone's reuniting because they have nothing better to right. do. Right. It's like literally now's the time because if you put in the ask and you say it's for charity, like you can't say no. Like the person cannot say no. Unless you're a Zac Efron and you don't show up to the High School Musical yeah. one. Zac Efron not being at the High School Musical one so is so funny. Fun. So funny. So funny. So so Raven was asked about Raven. a potential Cheetah Girls reunion. And she was like, I mean, maybe. She was like, anything's possible. She said, and then she has some, she said something like, Oh, well, you know, real girl groups have dramas, and so do fake ones. Ha 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 ha. So the the potential for a Cheetah Girls reunion is in the ether. And I think it, it specifically makes a lot of sense. It's so funny. It's funny. <laughs> but it's also it's also in the ether because of the Lizzie McGuire movie and the Lizzie McGuire reboot is actually happening. So there is like is a parallel it, with a 
apparently is it's it? back. It's back on apparently. Okay, because the drama with the Lizzie but I don't McGuire know. I'll believe when I see it. Is... But the point is, they they did the table read like it's it was very close to happening. Maybe it, it may. Still yeah, but then Disney Plus was like, I don't want to have like Lizzie be like sexually active. Well, now at this point, they might have to take what they can get. They're going to miss all these months of production, blah, blah, right, blah, blah, too, blah. Right. Point is, okay. at some point, I don't. I tried to figure out how this would happen. So when Keely goes on Instagram Live, she begins her Instagram Live. She's never been on Instagram before. I mean, on Instagram Live ever. She says this. She says. Oh, so what made me do this was because I woke up this morning and everybody was saying that, um, I threatened to out Raven and I don't know where that came from. So I was like, let me get on Instagram live because I've never done this before and tell everybody that I didn't. And I'm sure it's going over really well. That's what sparked her going on Instagram live. I could not find where those rumors even started, but apparently the word got back to Keeley and was like, people are saying that you're trying to out Raven Simone, even if it was just one person. That I think shook Keeley and she was like, I don't want to be associated because with this. Because so she, she didn't want to start life. beef with Raven Simone. Apparently they no, have a decent no, no, no. relationship, she even has though no she problem has no with relationship with Adrian Bailon, which we'll get to. Right. So while she's on Instagram Live, I think what happened. And when you watch her Instagram live, she's just on her couch at home. She's a very normal person. She has like a young kid. Right. Her husband's in the other room. You can tell she doesn't this really know what she's in for. just sort of pawing for. on her. Right. She, she has, has no, no media idea training. What to she's not no representation telling her don't do this or don't do that or say this or don't say that. And so while she's on, people start asking her questions. People start putting things in the comments and she's responding to them. And it's like, will there ever be a Cheetah Girls reunion? And she's like, I don't know, maybe, but it would be tough. What's your deal with Adrian Bailon? And she's like, Adrian Bailon is a liar. She said she was my best friend, uh-huh. but she's not. And then, and then it's like, would you ever go promote, would you ever go on the talk? I'm sorry, the reel to be with Adrian Bailon. And she's like, well, I'm not promoting anything right now. And that's how talk shows work you only go on talk shows and you're promoting things plus i don't think adrian would want me on the reel because she doesn't like me all of this stuff gets really messy i don't think adrian wants to like have live tv with me because i mean she's gonna have to say yes keely i did pretend to be your best friend (laughs) and now i am not it's like you were either lying then or you're lying now you either were my best friend and now you're just not claiming me or you were pretending to be my best friend and now you're telling the truth after she does this raven simone who has been on instagram live a lot recently during her quarantine raven's like now's my time invites keely onto her instagram live and they sort of they quote unquote hash it out even though there was nothing really to hash it out between the two of them and Keely because she can't apologize to Adrian sort of apologized to Raven because Raven's there and she's like I'm starting for start I'm sorry for starting this shit but like I have no issues with you you were always good to me you made me mixtapes Adrian's the one who was mean and then Raven's like well I like Adrian and she's my friend and then they have this weird conversation and the whole time Raven's eating a peanut butter sandwich in this <laughs> <laughs> she's eating this it's peanut butter sandwich haunting. it's haunting it's haunting play this clip the most the most haunting clip of raven simone happens during this instagram live but before keely gets on and she's, she's just, just like laughing. eating and laughing at some comments <laughs> well the reason i put i found it was because it said barb's already starting with doja cat then they wonder why rap girls don't fuck with her and then they p- put this clip in the tweet <laughs> so now like it's <laughs> Raven scraping her plate. 
which happened literally a few days earlier has already become a meme that is being used in a trending topic from today. Like mm -hmm. that's how fast the system mm -hmm. works that we have two topics in Who Weekly, one of which is already fueling the other with memes. But the best thing about it is that the Cheetah Girls drama has already subsided and Raven Simone laughing while eating a peanut butter sandwich has overtaken right. has overtaken the actual Cheetah Girls right. drama. So if because we... Adrienne Bailon yeah. smartly is not responding to a single fucking word of this. Yeah. She's just like, absolutely not. Yeah. No, 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 no. Which makes which gives me so, I mean, it makes me think so much more highly of Adrian Bellon than I already did, even we though like I already her. did, you know? We like her. She she's great. The, no, I've always she liked her. She dipped the tuna into the like, coin. We like her. You're, she's so smart for not saying anything. She knows at the moment she said anything, whatever it was, it would just, it would avalanche. But you, know you know what is kind be... of funny to me? She is single-handedly hmm. cock-blocking two different reunion opportunities because she, because now they will never reunite LW three LW and they will never reunite the Cheetah Girls. Like there are she doesn't care. I know, but it's just so funny that it's like Zac Efron didn't show up for the High School Musical. They still did one, and it was still like fun. But they cannot do a three LW or a Cheetah Girls reunion without her because there were only three LW or four LW. I forget. And there, there were only three LW. Well, four Cheetah Girls. There were only three. There were only three little women. Women, but then at one point, one of the little women left, and then they brought one in. But right, at like the Desi time, Trout. nobody knows each other's full story, right? Except you know for I mean? I've been in two multi-platinum successful groups, and I've been, and they weren't disbanded, and I've been in the biggest one, and they're still together. I know, but you weren't in it. I wasn't in it. I sold 19 million albums on Say My Name. I know, but did you? Did I what? Ask? Did you? Absolutely, I think. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. Simultaneously, there can only be three LW. There cannot be four LW. If Cheetah Girls came back and it was Keely Williams, the other one, and Raven Simone, I think it would still work. No, like Raven it is the glue. Raven but is it the doesn't. Glue. You can't because they had they had a two thirds reunion then already. Them just talking two people that doesn't work. It's like yeah. it, it's too. It's like you need everyone for those. You know, if you have yeah. like if it's High School Musical and you have all these like B characters who like have singing parts, you can do that without Zac Efron. But if it was like just a three-person movie and you only had two people, it kind of doesn't work. Can you make a remix of Breakin' Free that's just the Vanessa Hudgens part? <laughs> like, that's like, we're soaring. No. <laughs> There's not a star. I love that you're like, that's <laughs> Or a would it be the opposite? Would that's it be the opposite? remix. <laughs> the Zac Efron Free Breakin' Free would be really, really funny. Oh, call it Breakin' Free parentheses of Zac from Efron. Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> What else is on this? Well, this there is a is... funny story, but it means we have to promote Zach. We have to promote Zach Braff's podcast. Oh God! Do you want to do that? That's fine. Okay. It's a funny story, but also it's a funny. It's story. a funny story, and also I feel like we we as a as a society owe Zach Braff an apology. I'm joking. We don't. But the Florence no, we thing. We don't owe him anything. <laughs> the Florence thing has me shook. So Zach Braff, uh, 
launched a podcast this week, which is why I was making the distinction distinction last week, or at least trying to between like mm-hmm. it, there are Zach Braff fans, like there you think that there are mm-hmm. there's like a whole different community of people who love Zach Braff and and don't give a shit about Florence Pugh. Believe mm-hmm. it or it's true. not. And on that podcast, he told a actually pretty entertaining story. Again, I have not heard the podcast, but it was in it was picked up by Us Weekly. I got to say, like half the stories on Us Weekly are like from celebrities podcasts. They're really whatever. So <laughs> he told a story about how Anne Hathaway's dad almost got in a fight with him at the premiere of Les Mis, which is such a good what a relief headline to see like. April 8th, 2020, Zach Braff almost fought Anne Hathaway's dad at the premiere of Les Miserables. I'm like, okay, amazing. I click on it. And the story is, and I could even just play the clip here, but whatever. I go to the Les Miserables premiere, the movie premiere, and because I love Les Miserables, as you know. And drink with me, today is gone by. <laughs> All right. So, by the way, we'll do a special episode of this podcast where we just Sing show tunes. Sing, sing, okay. sing show tunes. Anyway, I'm walking, and I know Anne Hathaway as an acquaintance, and but and this was right around when all that shit went down with her boyfriend, and I'm I'm walking towards her to say congratulations, and her father stands up, and like gives me this look, like I'm gonna kill this motherfucker. <laughs> he's he's got the balls to crash my daughter's premiere. I'm gonna strangle him. <laughs> And I and I got within ten feet of the dude, and then his face just fucking broke, and he went like sighed a breath of relief and realized that it was me, not the ex boyfriend. Oh man, now you know what black people go through all the time. <laughs> <laughs> ex boyfriend, and also what's funny is they do look alike. They, they look do. alike, and Raphael Falieri was Anne Hathaway's boyfriend for like a significant amount of time, a few years even, right? Like a while. Yeah. Four years. Right. Four years. Four years. And he was literally, then he went to jail for wire fraud, money laundering, <laughs> and conspiracy. Yeah. And I Googled him because I was like, what's going on with him? Like, what's new? Um, He's plan- He's working on a tell-all, a tell-all memoir as of November 1st, 2019. He told what? Radar. <laughs> I don't care about his tell-all. He told, he's a criminal. He told Radar Online. Um. He said uh, uh, he served more than four years in prison. He said, in the last seven, eight years, I took a lot of notes about different events in the past 15 to 20 years of my life. What? I'm putting the notes together and doing the work. Mm -hmm. Sure, sure. My favorite line from this Us Weekly story is, Braff has been mistaken for for Foliari once before when he bumped into Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy at a coffee bean. That story is not elaborated upon, and it's like that's the story that I want, <laughs> and it's it not. Is, it's not there. It is weird to me that people would think of Raphael Forlieri before Zach Braff. Like, <laughs> I'm not a huge Zach Braff stan, but like to see Zach Braff and be like, "Is that Anne Hathaway's criminal ex boyfriend, Raffaello Forlieri?" You know, like it's hilarious. That is like it's a really hilarious. That's a real brain fart that you would need to address. You know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> And then he interrupts me and he goes, stares at me and he goes, anybody ever tell you look like Anne Hathaway's boyfriend that went to jail? (laughs) (laughs) And I said, what? He goes, yeah, because I was was watching the news and I was like, that looks like the dude from Scrubs. (laughs) It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my case, under the bed. 
your linens, sweeties. The lin- it's time it's linen season, honey. Oh. Oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life. Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, Ooh. everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees, and linen. I know. I should probably buy some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh. And it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate middlemen. I hate and middlemen. only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. Moving on to the relationship news. This isn't that long, but I do love it. So especially because I watched I watched The River Wild over the weekend right. too. And we and I also had a David Strathern moment last night too that I texted you about. David Strathern showed up on my rewatch of The Sopranos. I love David Strathern. So his son, Tay Strathern, and Meryl Streep's daughter, Grace Gummer, were married for 42 days and the the headline about their split is Meryl Streep's daughter Grace Gummer split from husband Stay Strathern after 42 days of marriage and Dan D'Addario Ugh, wordsmith <laughs> tweeted just the the and word here Tay the wordsmith <laughs> and here Tay thought he'd have 500 days of Gummer <laughs> he only got 42 um, put Dan in jail alongside Anne Hathaway's ex so the funniest thing about this God I hate how I say the funniest thing about that so often but you it truly is it my favorite part what about it what is the funniest thing about this it's not funny at all, but my favorite thing about this is I thought, LOL, I wonder if they met on the set of River Wild, and then they did. They did. <laughs> they just fully did. They fully did. And the reason I know this is because uh, a Daily Mail caption, photo oh, caption says, God. nepotism, it has the final shot of River Wild, which is a movie about like a, div- a, a, a couple on the verge of divorce who's, after killing Kevin Bacon, they fall back in love. <laughs> Wait, that is so not that's what River what, Wild is that's what the River about. Wild is about. That is not a good description It's a Boston couple. <laughs> A Boston couple is on the verge of divorce, and then after coming together to, to kill, kill Kevin Bacon, Bacon, they decide they love each other. Hey, that's not the river. That is the river wild. There's also like so, a raft involved, okay? Like there's there's, there's a raft there's involved. Exciting... And John C. Riley is involved too. There's Benjamin rafts. Bratt. Okay. So but anyway, so this the the, the photo is a screen grab of the final shot of the river wild, which is David Strathairn and Meryl Streep like kissing under the blanket after they've successfully killed Kevin Bacon. <laughs> and the caption is <laughs> fantastic the caption is just fantastic nepotism colon grace and tay originally met age seven and 13 while on the 1993 set of their parents meryl streep r and david straight there and l from the river wild i gotta say i know but imagine not knowing which one's married that is so cute though even if they were only married for 42 eventful days the fact that they've known each other and quote unquote met according to daily mail like 
when they were teenagers, oh, she was preteen, he was teen, on the set of the iconic film The River Wild, which is like They met on the set of The River Wild. Well, we met on the set of The River Wild. Like everyone else's meat cute can go rot in hell, okay? I think that is so and the only reason we care about these two getting married in the first place is because the River Wild. Why else would we give a shit mm-hmm. that Meryl Streep's daughter and Tay Strathern, David Strathern's daughter, got married? It's because we all remember the iconic film The The River Wild, in which Meryl Streep and David <laughs> Strathern have a sexy romance and kill Kevin Bacon. So and Meryl is sort of like horny for Kevin Bacon because he's the bad boy. Who died made you stud dude all of a sudden? So who is Tay Strathairn? He's a, I mean, you look at Tay Strathairn and you're like, oh, this is a musician. Like this is a guy who just yeah. goes from place to place, just playing his keyboard at what in whatever band will take him. And that's what he does. He's just He's a, a musician and it's kind of cool. It's also funny there. So their marriage was secret technically or like they didn't public. Mm-hmm. It wasn't publicized. That it, it's, uh, but it only lasted got, 42 it, days. This all happened last summer because they got married on July 10th, 2019 and they got divorced on August 21st. Oh, so we didn't know. And the wait, we're just finding out now thing. that they were divorced. We didn't even know that they were together and then divorced. Now we're finding out. We sort of knew. And I think we've talked about it in the past, but I think. Think no, but like the actual dis- yeah, the actual dissolution of marriage was in March of this year. But I think we knew they were together. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't know they broke up. We just knew that they secretly got married, and then the breakup happened on August twenty first. But for some reason, it took us this long to find out that they got divorced after forty two days. Mm-hmm. Right? Maybe I don't know. I think that the River Wild sort of messed up my brain's way to way of interpreting this because when I saw this, I was like, I thought I knew this, and maybe I didn't know. No, this. No, I think we did know this. Now that you're getting me thinking, like, did we know this? I think I did know this because I remember us broke the news that they were dating in October twenty seventeen. So I did know that so they we were did dating. Know. The other interesting. It's just interesting to be like they've known each other since they were seven and 13 years old. And yet after 42 days of marriage, they decided they had irreconcilable differences. Do you know what I mean? This is a couple that has like gotten together and broken up quite a few times, right? That's kind of what I'm assuming. Yeah. And also my other question is, have we like come to the conclusion as a society that like Grace Gummer is the lesser Gummer in terms of like her act? I was about to say. I would have like, cared more if it were Mamie. <laughs> like, have we... Because remember when they were neck and neck? Like, Grace Gummer and, and Mamie Gummer? It's like, who knows which Gummer will, like, take off to be, like, the lead Gummer. But I think that we've mm-hmm. pretty much settled into the idea that, like, it's it's Mamie than Grace. I think so. And even that, it's like, no one really cares. <laughs> I care. No one actually cares. Care. They're not good enough. They're just not good enough. They called her the American Horror Story alum in Strathern. They ran out of things to call him, so they just called him Strathern. They called her the American, Sto- American Horror Story alum. Mamie was the one in True Detective Season 3 in that horrible wig. They always put Mamie in horrible wigs. She's in the horrible wig in Ricky and the Flash, too. Yeah, but that was Mamie, right? Not Grace. Mamie. That was Mamie. Right. So maybe Grace's, I'm just... Grace's newsroom. Holy shit. I was kidding. The only way for you to get out of this conversation alive is to roll over, turn off the light, and go to sleep. I was kidding. Do what I said. We're not supposed to go to bed, man. Honey, it would take a Bradley fighting vehicle to move me to mad from my current level of furious. So turn off the fucking light, go to sleep, and we'll try this again tomorrow. It's hard to remember Grace Gummer in the newsroom when Olivia Munn was taking up so much space, you know? Yeah, no, totally. Sloan. What if I watch? What if my cor- new quarantine thing is rewatching the, the newsroom? You're not going to do that. It's just, what, 20 episodes? You're not going to do that. Don't act like you're going to do that. You're not going to do that. Lindsay, listen to this. So, Gemma Collins is... <laughs> podcast Pawka. Jimmy pa- Collins' Pawka is so good right now. Listen to this clip. Okay. Eva Longoria's done it. If it's good enough for Eva Longoria, it's good enough for me. Hello. This is Gemma Collins. 
Thoughts. I'm recording my podcast later on today. I will probably have some lunch. Then I will brush my hair. Then I will watch a movie. Maybe I'll call one of my friends and have a whole ASMR conversation. I mean, it is relaxing, guys, as I'm talking like that. Maybe that's what people should... Well, people do whisper, maybe, around crying babies and stuff, so... <laughs> like, she has no actual comprehension about what ASMR is. No, she is. doesn't Google it at all. No one tells her. She just thinks it's people whispering to feel better. She doesn't really understand, and like, what the ASMR she, bit of it she, is. She doesn't understand that it's about listening to people whisper and, like, listening to the sounds. She's just like, oh, whispering is therapeutic. I'm just going to whisper now. Remember how babies like whispering? And it's like, what, Gemma? <laughs> Gemma, literally Google one Google and you'll find out that it doesn't take the time to figure out what it is that she's doing. She's so. Yeah, ASMR could get you through these difficult times. It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Gemma. Meanwhile, she's. She pitched a show. I guess they're doing a show called Gemma Gemma Collins Diva on Lockdown. I don't. I think so, yeah. (laughs) You're going to see everything I do in isolation, Tolan. Gemma Collins is bringing Diva Forever show back with an insight into her life on lockdown amid the coronavirus pandemic. I mean, I mean it sounds like all she's doing is whispering and recording a podcast. Honestly, the the podcast makes me want to watch whatever Diva on lockdown is. Like it's a it's really shown me how much this woman has to give in terms of just being able to talk for hours about nothing and I'm just like this is the most fascinating shit I've ever heard in my life. Don't even dare say 5G to Gemma Collins. Like, that woman will... I mean, someone's already said it to her, I'm sure. She'll just spiral. Oh, my God. Please, no one can tell her. (laughs) This Katarina Scorsone thing. No, I didn't. I really don't even know who she is. Who is she? (laughs) She's she's an actor. She's on the show... She's on this show. Um, her name looks like, again, name blindness. She looks like the name Grey's of Anatomy. the woman. Her name looks like the name of the woman Camilla from Marini? Outlander. No. Um, oh. oh, Katarina Bowser? Yeah. Katarina Bowser? <laughs> Katarina I can't do a Welsh no, name. Her name Isn't she is Welsh? Kyush- Ka- Katriona Balfi. Okay, I guess it doesn't really Katrina look like Katriona Balfi. I was close. But, I was close. But Katarina the name Balfi. Katarina Scorsoni looks to me at first quick glance, quick glance like Katarina Balfi. Okay, but this okay. woman is. Oh, I mean, I, I see I that. Know her. So what? She's on Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, she's on the show you like. Okay, but come so on. This you think really I know funny. any of their real names? Come on. So she gave birth, and she has already. She already had kids, so it's not like a huge deal that she had another kid. But she gave birth, and <laughs> thank you, Bobby. She put on her Instagram. Then, then the baby's name was Arwen, and the caption was Arwen is here, and she, and people was like. Katarina Scorsano, welcome to Arwen. Here's Arwen, everyone. It's Arwen. And then, like two days later, they issued another story that they were like, "She changed the name. The name is Lucky." And you're like, "What?" And I just can't remember the last time this happened. And the the new headline is "Little Lucky Katarina Scorsoni snuggles up with baby daughter as she reveals sweet new name." It's like, what, what happened? The the, pe- the middle name for Arwen was originally Lucinda. But they switched up. And then they were like, never mind. We want to make the middle name the first name. Uh-huh. So they made the first name Lucinda. And now they call her 
Lucky for short. That's cute. That's cute. It's cute. It's just funny that they were like, never mind. It's also a dog's name. Sorry. Lucky is a dog's Lucky? name. Lucky? Yeah. But well, it, Lucinda isn't. Lucinda's cute. Luce, they didn't want to do Lucy. They wanted to do Lucky. I guess Lucky is kind of nice because it's genderless. Mm-hmm. Well, the name, the birth certificate name is Lucinda. They're just referring to the baby as Lucky. Um, <laughs> okay, great. Moana's bi, which I love. Yeah, Moana's Moana bi. Moana came out as bi on TikTok, which is the most incre- <laughs> incredible story of 2020, I think. Catch me in 2050 when my friends and I are, you know, sitting around the fire in our, you know, quarantine zone camp. And someone says, remember, remember 2020? And I'll say, oh, the year Moana came out as bi on TikTok. That's what I'm going to remember from this year. <laughs> Oli, uh, her, the, 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 the woman who played Moana is Oli Kravahalo. Yeah, we're definitely, you're definitely pronouncing that wrong. But I'm probably butchering that name. Yeah. Auli Cravalo. She also was the, she also was the Little Mermaid in the live Little Mermaid. Remember that Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Well, she came out as bi on TikTok and the song she used to come out as bi was an Eminem song. Right. Which a, is just a classic, very, very fun. A classic. The whole thing. Gay rights uh, lover, Eminem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, loves gay people. <laughs> hey, I'm Ali Carvalho from NBC's Rise, and I am playing a game where I'm going to pull a word out of a bowl and try to think of a song in, like... We need a theme song for Tabloid Talk, but I'm not ready to uh, to even try What about and... the... Every time, I, every time we say it, I think of that St. Vincent song, Teenage Talk, but How's that... Tabloid Talk. Well, that's just Teenage Talk. Here are the headlines. The cover stories, in touch. Megan apologizes to Kate. Quote, I need to learn from your kindness. No way in hell <laughs> Megan ever said that to anyone, let alone Kate Middleton. Us Weekly has the secrets of their amazing love story. Guess what the couple is? You will never you never will. It's Ryan Gosling and Ava Which is Mendes. weird because this is the same shit as the Harrison Ford Calista Flockhart, which was on the cover yeah. of I Forget last week. Maybe it was Us Weekly. I forget. <laughs> and the little the little circle call out underneath Ava Mendez says, no ring after nine years. <laughs> um, then OK is Bindi Irwin pregnancy. It says, baby bombshell. The truth about Bindi's shotgun wedding. New bride's big surprise. People magazine is still Tiger King. I can't. They're fully like COVID-19. Remember lives lost. Yeah, they're full. They're fully in it. People's different. I don't really love people. It's too it's too legitimate. Star is either. amazing. Star is claiming that Jen and Brad are quarantining together. Not all Star has been claiming that Jen and Brad are back together for like months now. The How do they get away with this the shit? The copy inside that actual story, I was like, oh, they're gonna it's not going to be because you have faith, fame, and scandal on life and style, and it's a cover story about Reba McIntyre and Dolly Parton. Like we are in dark times. If this is okay, all okay, but get. I have to say, life and style. The inside of life and style this week was incredible. We'll get there, but yeah, life and style was so good this week, even though the cover is insane. So, uh, and then it has John Mellencamp and Meg Ryan. And it says he's already dating after Split. You know, he's dating. He's dating a nurse named no, but Nurse he's Jane. Dating a fan- he's like a celebrity nurse. Yeah, he's dating like a celebrity nurse that gives celebrities like Botox and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> oh, I don't see you on the front lines, Nurse Jamie. <laughs> right. Well, because she so... doesn't know how to do anything but give Botox. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so it says faith, fame, and scandal. It's never. It says why they stopped talking for two years. No, they're still friends. This is so stupid. The whole thing is just them it's complimenting stupid. each other. It's stupid. Jen and Brad home. I they can't. fully fabricate. They fully fabricate an entire story about yeah. how they are quarantining together. Listen to this. It's so. It's fan fiction. This is it's from such, the inside. It's, it's such good. Fan so fiction. much fun. Yeah. Lockdown cooking has also become a daily highlight. Quote. quote 
Brad's been reintroducing Jen to some of his family's staples, like pot roast and homemade bread, said the insider. (laughs) Jen, meanwhile, has been encouraging Brad to eat healthier. That's been their only point of contention. That's the only thing they fight about. But they're the not. Cover. This is this fancy. She's been suggesting alternatives like kale chips. And while Jen does enjoy a cocktail here and there, sober Brad says the insider is sticking to fruit juice or soda water. And then it says they're doing skincare routines and taking vitamins together to flush out quote any toxins. They're trying to get seven or eight hours of sleep each night, and they do yoga together. Ha- how are the, how could they not get sued for this? this? These are the most flagrant lies I've ever seen. Brad and Jen are not quarantining together. It's, how do you know? Maybe. I'm, and then there's I'm a photo, honestly, and then it says, kind of like, maybe and then it they says, are. look, they're quote, they're cozy in quarantine, and there's a photo of Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Aniston, pulling enchiladas out of the oven, and it's like I know that she posted that months ago on her Instagram. This was not during quarantine. Honestly, I think I'm convinced. I think they're quarantining together. Can you prove they're not? Brad Pitt and Jen Aniston are heating up as they hunker down together. No, they're not. <laughs> what else was funny in this? Oh, gender roles was the best thing in any magazine. Okay, but magazine wait. But can week. I just say, remember how last week I, we were talking about how the how like they have the sections where they're like photos of celebrities at events, and I was like, they're gonna run out of events because no celebrities are going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Life and style fully ran out of events because they're. Um, <laughs> They're VI- checking in VIP style. When stars go out, they go all out. It's just like insane. Sheena Shea caught some much needed Z's at her Palm Springs, California pad on a sleepyhead mattress topper. Jenna Dewan <laughs> went for a stroll in LA in Smash and Tess's romper and Manhattan duster set. Jax, picked up Ho- Jax Taylor picked up Hooters to go in LA for him and his wife, Brittany Cartwright. <laughs> Sophia Bush posted a photo of herself and friends wearing matching silk sets. Leah Michelle reached a new level of cozy in her Oak and Forts crop sweater in line. It's just like fully out of things. They're not. It says when stars go out, they go all out. These stars are not going They're out. In. They cannot go out. They're inside. Michael Polish and um, Kate Bosworth made a loaf of bread and the caption was gender roles. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I don't really understand what they're trying to say here because it's like, is it like they're playing with gender roles because he made the bread? But she made the bread. It says, Kate Bosworth made a loaf of husband Michael Polish's famous bread. She made the bread, so it's gender roles. Traditional gender roles. I guess. An amazing spread. An amazing spread. I think, yeah, this is from Life and Style, which is like exactly the kind of thing that I want from this magazine, which is called Falling in Love in Quarantine. Not too close for comfort. These smitten celebs are making the most of the COVID-19 lockdown. So talk about tabloids that don't even want to say the word coronavirus. Life and Style is like left and right. Like what you want us to write about it? We will fucking write about it. We don't need to be dared. So you have Demi Lovato. You have a banana. You have Nina mm-hmm. Dobrev and Sean White, which I believe we posted about briefly, but there's only one photo yes. of them together. So this one photo is the evidence that they're together. And then my favorite is this new one that came up a f- like a week ago, which is Irina Shake is dating Vito Schnabel, which is like he's one of the art- Vito Schnabel. Yeah, he's one of the art guys. You know, like mm-hmm. he's like the guy. He like dates everyone. He dates everyone. He dated um Heidi Klum. He dated a mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. few other people. So now Rip he's Tyler. dating Irina Shake. But in OK Magazine, you have the opposite, which is that slebs are breaking up. <laughs> yeah. Kristen, Kristen Stewart and Dylan Meyer keep threatening to break up, apparently. They're getting so much press lately, not just in the tabloids. Oh, no, I know why. It's because she posted, they went Instagram official. 
Oh, because they're everywhere these days. And it's like, where did this come from? Also, yeah. OK thinks that Demi and Max are moving too fast. I mean, they quor- they had to quarantine together immediately. So maybe they are moving too fast. What else was... Oh, so there was there was a story called Stars Go Postmates Crazy. <laughs> and it was about how stars can't stop getting things on Postmates. Which I love because it's like, okay, this is, this is more good quarantine content. It's like, oh, look, stars acting kooky and spending $10,000 a year on Postmates. But during a quarantine, LOL, 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 they can't go outside. Chrissy gets A1 sauce on Postmates. Kendall Jenner's was just getting a, a space heater? A radiator, yeah. <laughs> okay, Meg Ryan Let's moved move on. Yeah, John moved on to Nurse Jamie. Well, Meg Ryan, okay, so this is a new person. Meg's heartbreak, John has moved on. Apparently, John, Mellencamp, and Meg Ryan broke up, even though people always say that they broke up and then they get back together. So I don't know if I believe this, but apparently John Mellencamp is now dating a celeb beauty expert named Nurse Ugh, Jamie. And I Nurse know. Jamie's real name is Jamie Cheryl. I think we may have even talked about her in the past. I think we have. She's everywhere. She is a registered nurse, but really all she does is like facial treatments and fillers and Botox. Fuck, it's not the... Bo- she sells those purple roller things that we've seen on instagrams like she'll it's like um she calls it the uplifting body sonic massage beauty roller and it's just complete bullshit looks insane costs like over costs 150 dollars. oh that thing and you yeah. see celebrities yeah. kind of you doing the rolling with it and they promote it while she gives them free facials essentially yeah yeah Anyways, that's her shtick. It's Nurse Jamie. Nurse Jamie. So that's who that's that's who John Mellencamp is dating right now. Maybe, but the source is my favorite thing in the world is Nikki Hilton's "My Night at Home" on the last page of In Touch. Because <laughs> they're Star- all night. This is a this is a recurring feature on In Touch. But "My Night at Home" is every night these days. <laughs> Stars tell In Touch about the last time they stayed in. That's every night, guys. Every single night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she but called the- her mom. She yeah. watched Peppa Pig. She kissed her husband. She made steak and Caesar salad. She played hide and seek. And then Lindsay highlighted this. I googled Lindsay. What did she Google? The weather. But then she wrote. It's a weird obsession. It's a weird obsession. <laughs> like it's like. How is checking the weather a weird obsession? Well, in, Everyone checks okay, the weather. Okay, but in these days, maybe it is weird. Celebrities are going out more than anyone. They're walking around. They're going to the grocery store. They're taking That's walks. True. They're being papped. They're going out. They it is care. funny to be like, I'm so crazy. I Googled the weather. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the weather is the one thing we literally all have in common. The weather is relatable with a capital R, you know? Yeah, I know. It is culture's breakfast at Tiffany's. It's true. Like asking people about the weather is the one thing that you can ask anyone. You know, it's like we I'm all. I'm a freak <laughs> like that. I Google the weather. I'm a freak like that. I check Apple weather. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Otherwise, what else did Rita do? She celebrated Easter by painting watercolors in some beautiful lawn at a park no, while wearing a her... sort of a sheer top and then covering up her nipples with flower emojis. I think that's her backyard, weirdly. Um, it says the best is the blasts headline is Rita Ora paints like Picasso in booty shorts and see-through top, which is pretty much mm-hmm. exactly what 
That's pretty much exactly what she did. And then Yahoo, she's still doing interviews. So Yahoo had an interview that they, I guess, was longer, but they cut down to why Rita Ora is still getting dressed up during quarantine exclusive. So like I can play a clip here, but basically they just clipped it down to her being like, I still get dressed or whatever. And then finally, our friend Jason Lipschitz interviewed Rita for Billboard. Again, Rita out here just like discussing how she's keeping busy, her new song and what fans can expect from her third album. Like if we get a Rita Ora album after all of this, wow, that would be amazing for us no it would be really nice i take that over chromatica give me that no you wouldn't <laughs> you're dying no, for wouldn't. chromatica <laughs> chromatica was supposed to come out <laughs> on friday isn't that sad chromatica is just like ready it's locked and loaded it was supposed to come out three days ago and it's just sitting there it's just sitting there yeah i thought she would release like another single for funsies but like nope 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 it's just sitting there on a hard drive somewhere are you ever gonna are you gonna ever forgive her for not releasing chromatica on no i feel like you're gonna hold that against her for a long time no (laughs) i think it's fucked up the more i'm getting selfish i'm getting more selfish about it and now i'm like i'm so mad that she didn't release it it's fucked up i'm I'm really mad at her because i understand why she didn't but i'm now i'm like kind of like mad about it i'm really mad because if you're not gonna release it at least release like a single or a video or some kind of pro- some pieces of it she's actually busy like raising money for the who so like i guess she's busy well, she's doing stuff because she feels guilty for not releasing it she's doing like a live stream thing but i mean what be- what if she released it and then did nothing but charity that would be amazing i love that rihanna was like i'm literally trying to save your asses and you're asking me for the album <laughs> yeah, I love rihanna was like fuck you the album i'm not releasing the with album. A- with as much money as rihanna has already given has already donated i don't we don't need the album anymore she doesn't she doesn't deserve no. we don't deserve the album like she can keep the album also i'm fine also that's that's like that's the that's rihanna's brand at this point you know lady gaga right, was fully like it's coming out on this day get your merch ready here it comes look at me i'm a Where's robot blah 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 Where's my merch? It'll come as it's done. I mean, I haven't gotten shipping notification. I don't know, but I'm fully expecting the merch one year before the album comes out. Speaking of merch, hmm. I'm going to do it. We have merch. We just upped our merch. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe now's not the time to buy merch. I understand. But before this all got bad, we did re-up our merch and then we haven't yeah, said we anything about it because we just didn't we it's felt weird there. about it but not only do we have more totes and koozies and stuff on the site and pins or whatever the green hats are about to be back in stock limited edition green hats we got a bunch yeah. more in there so if you missed out on the green hat and you want the green hat i kind of want the green hat to be honest yeah you, I wear, love it, the green you hat. can wear it inside your house i don't know i had to promote the merch because i know that's fine I feel like that's we've fine. been like not promoting the merch but then it's like we should just promote the merch <laughs> okay um thank you for listening to who weekly we'll be back on friday with another call-in episode we have two bonus patreon episodes a week if you support us on patreon patreon.com slash who weekly oh and a movie commentary and facebook oh movie commentary coming this week and um yeah you get at least two bonus episodes a week what else? Oh, um, 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 rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We love those reviews so much. And I think that's it. Got to be it. Thanks it's got to be it. Bye. Bye. You will drive it. This is Gemma Collins. I'm recording my podcast.